Good morning, guys. Hi, guys. I hope you can hear me well. I got my kitchen fan on, and I'm in the living room. I don't want to cut it off because the fan is so comforting for me. So can y'all bear with me, please? <laughs> the fan is soothing. I'm one of those people I can't sleep unless I have on, like, white noise or a fan or a heater. You know, that kind of sound. Those little neutral sounds. But how's everybody going? How's your year going? Can y'all believe we in February already? Like, God dang. Um, new year, I mean, new month is already here. Um, so we're going to talk about self-care being a responsibility and not an option. This comes in lieu of my recent diagnosis. I'm so freaking angry. So I would say once I vowed to go sober, right? I was able to rely on food. I've always relied on food, but when I went sober and when I lost my daughter, I really got down on some food, y'all. Like, oh my God. Like, I was making full course meals like every day. Ain't nobody told me that you ain't supposed to have full course meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, Saturday through Sunday. Because I'm obviously black, right? I grew up in a black household. Um, me and my uh, sister always joke about this. When you grow up black and country, it's a certain way you eat. Like, everything's a spread, and you get second helpings, third helpings. So I've been conditioned to believe this how you eat. And not only that, anytime I celebrate, I think it's you know, food. Food has to be incorporated. Like, that's just how I look at food. Food is my friend. friend has been cons food has been consistent in my life, so that's how much I value food, Okay. I love my food like I like my R&B. Freaking good and authentic. But it has obviously catched up to me now. Well, caught up to me. <laughs> catched up. <laughs> it's, bear with me because um, I have like hella energy because of what I'm about to tell you. So, I have not been feeling good. I would say for the last year since I've gained weight. I have not been feeling well. I honestly thought it was anxiety. And it, and it was partially anxiety. But comes to find out, my blood sugar was low. Can you kind of see where I'm going with this? I am angry, okay? I'm so angry, but relieved. Because after being on some of the meds, right, I feel a ton better. Like, I have my energy back. I don't know if I ever mentioned, like, not having energy on my segments. But it's been a couple of things I've been dealing with, you know, that I don't always share with you guys. Because, God dang, I can't tell you everything. But some things that I feel moved to share, I do share. But, you know, since this was heavy on me to share, I'm just going to tell you what's been going on. So, since I've gained weight, I would say when Yaz died, Yaz died 2017. That was my baby girl. When she died, that's when I put on the most weight. That's when I started noticing the physical changes in my body, like the not so much the headaches, but the dizziness and the nauseousness. Like every month, I thought I was pregnant. Come to find out, it was my low blood sugar and high cholesterol. You guys, I am like sick. Now I did find out in 2019 that I was pre-diabetic. I'm not gonna blame the doctors because I I'm, I'm learning that through this journey. I have to be my own advocate in every regard, mentally, physically, emotionally, all that good stuff. But there wasn't really any um, advice on how to avoid becoming diabetic. So I 
went back and forth with trying to do the right thing and then wanting to cut corners because I had such a busy lifestyle. Um, going to work, running my own business. Um, what else was I doing at the time? Just, you know, raising toddlers, right? Cleaning up because I'm one of those moms. I don't care what going on in my life. I'm going to clean my house. Top to bottom. So, you know, I'm realizing some things have to be readjusted so I can prioritize me. And I'm starting to feel like that's so cliche now. People say, oh, I'm going to put me first. Put me first does not mean going on a shopping spree. It does not mean just going to therapy. No, go to your primary too. When the last time I've been to the primary doctor? Do y'all got a primary doctor? Do you have a primary doctor? Like, like I... Self-care is more than an STD check. It's more than getting Adderall to function during the day. It's, it's, it's the full scope. And um, when she told me that this week, I would, oh my God, you would have thought she gave me like a terminal diagnosis. Because that's, that's how I heard it. Because I knew I could do better. And I knew that it's been a long time coming. Um my mom was telling me about the Sarah Jakes uh, sermon and a friend of mine sent me the sermon as well talking about it being the end of an era and I knew that in the new year that while I was going to have a productive year I still feel like the year is going to be productive I knew that I was going to be made uncomfortable this year and one of the things being giving up my unhealthy lifestyle eating what I like anybody that know me know I like Long John Silver's Anybody that knows me knows I will hide a whole cake under my bed. Yes, I live like that. I do that stuff. And the fact that I I knew when she said that I could not do that no more, it's like, damn, being sober and not eat what I want, they trying to kill me. <laughs> That's how I feel. I feel like somebody trying to kill me, but I think I'm just being broken to be built back up in a healthy way. And it's going to be hard for me. And I just wanted to share, like, the importance of why I have this podcast, why I speak so candidly, the way that I do on here, is because it helps me not to abuse substance, abuse food in the fashion that I have in the past. Three years sober, and we just started eating, we just started the healthy eating journey, healthier lifestyle like, just the fact that I have such a busy, like I said, I go to school, I got a job, I got kids, and on top of that, I'm going to make sure my house clean. That's a busy schedule, and I'm going to cook. Um, well, lately, I've been cutting corners. Like I said, the fact that I have to plan my day, my life differently now, I have to prioritize me, and I'm not really used to prioritizing myself. Like, I just, I'm one of those people I'd rather do for other people I'm not sure. I mean, um, I would say the main reason is because I just like to take care of people. That's just what I like to do. But I just saw that coming up so much to the point where I don't, I don't think I was taught to take care of myself and what that means. So I'm I'm learning to take care of myself. That's going to be different because I don't do it. And I'm sure a lot of people don't. I'm not special. I'm sure other people can relate to that. So, right now, what does taking care of myself look like? Well, okay, it's 721. I've been up since 4. Um, I had to get up because I was hungry. And I had to eat two glucose tablets. I had to drink an Ensure. I had to eat some salmon and some veggies. Um, once I took those glucose tablets, though, it gave me all the energy I needed. So, I said, what the hell, since I'm up, let me work out. 
So I worked out, so I'm sitting here. And, you know, I said, you know, it's no better time than now to share what's going on with y'all. And definitely, you know, stay consistent and be able to communicate with y'all on a regular. But I'm I'm, I'm angry because I, I know I can do it, but I just... This is going to be a, a rather interesting journey because I'm going to now... Because I like to take care of people, right? I Even now to the way that I cook, I cook for a group. I don't cook for one person because I have kids and I want them to eat. And I want to be able to cut corners and not have to cook on a Tuesday if it's a Monday. But I realize now I'm going to have to make simpler meals. How do you do that? <laughs> how do you make a simple meal and you black and you country? How you make, How you do that? I'm going to have to just learn that. And it's not going to be... I don't think that aspect will be hard. It'll just be hard weathering the storms that'll come with this process. And it's it's not anyone's fault but my own. What I will say that I am a little leery of <laughs> this journey. I don't need all the 5011 wannabe fly-by-night health professionals guiding me. I, pl- I have a plan on seeing a nutritionist. I don't need... Um, the obvious being said to me like people had their turn being fat it's my turn to be fat <laughs> that's how I feel you had your turn I didn't bother you while you was fat don't bother me while I'm fat please so I'm just leery of that but other than that I'm just like and then obviously like with any addiction you're leery of relapsing like the fact that I can't have sweets in the fashion that I was eating I mean I can get down cupcakes, waffles, extra butter. Oh my god. Um what's my go-to? Apple pie, ice cream, banana split ice cream. Like it's it's going to be hard, but I'm 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 confident I can do it. It's just crazy how throwing off yourself can lead you to your own demise and you can actually die when you don't prioritize you know yourself and then I also would say I've, I've been like I said defiling my own body and the, the fact that what, what, what got me was when um she gave me the medications I needed to take um you know I also suffer from depression so I remember reading and then she confirmed that you know vitamin d for all my people that are depressed vitamin d is so essential like I didn't realize it improves your mood y'all So, back in 2013, I was given vitamin D. And the way they give you this vitamin D, let me go get the bottle because it's weird. You only take one of the uh, vitamin D pills a week, like once a week. But you have to keep going. See, I didn't realize that. So, let me me get it so I can read it. Okay, so, it says vitamin D2, 1.25 milligrams, 50,000 units. So, you take one capsule a week, right? And you have to keep getting it. Well, as soon as I took the vitamin D tablets plus the um, glucose tablets, why did my energy get restored? All of 2020, I was drained. It took so much work to get energy. Like, I haven't even had a cup of coffee and I'm up like this. And it's 7.25 in the morning. Just one of the vitamin D pills pumped me back up. And I kept asking myself, kept asking God, where is my energy? I'm not doing anything vital to 
improves my energy. I'm expecting it to be restored with caffeine, and it's depleting me. And when I figured that out, I just, once again, got angry some more because I'm like, this is all my fault. You know, this is, this is no one else's fault. And I, I'm just sitting back and I'm reflecting on where the heck was I in life? That I thought it was appropriate, safe, and smart and responsible to put me last. Where did that conditioning come from? How do I denounce it and throw it in the fire and never see it again? Like, I don't ever want to lose this momentum right here. And who would have thought it was as simple as putting myself first. Like, even just taking off these last two days, I still be dipping in at work because I can't even handle the fact I got to sit still. I have conditioned myself to believe I have to be moving and being productive at all times or I'm going to look like I'm not on it. And it's practically killing me. So I had to sit still. I'm appreciating the time I've spent sitting still. Um, learning to care for myself. And most of all, stand on my own. Like, it's okay to be in solitude alone. I'm going to always stress that. I don't care how shady it sounds. If I got to decline a couple calls, they getting declined. If I got to not respond to some texts, they're not going to be responding to. I got to put me first. Like, um, being over-consumed with things will definitely overtake you and help you to get off track when you need to be on track, especially when it pertains to taking care of yourself. So now I'm just, I don't know, I just felt really convicted and had to share that. Like, I want to share with y'all the good, the bad, and the ugly as it pertains to me. I, like I said, I'm, I'm an open book. I ain't no sucker. Can't nobody scare me into not speaking how I want, especially when I know other people are feeling that and sometimes can't really make a change because they don't know if other people are battling it. So I'm more than happy to share in this journey. Um, like I said, I know some people might be apprehensive because I am as well of the people that are the fly-by-night nutritionists. Please, please, okay? It reminds me of that Real Housewives episode when Sheree was dating that man who said he was a doctor, but he wasn't. Please, please, don't do this. <laughs> Stay out of this, okay? Like, let a person make their own strides, all right? It ain't up for you to police you know if they're doing what they what they're doing is appropriate or not please just respect the person's space could, could, could you do that please thank you thank you oh yes all in love all in love <laughs> let me get off here so that's what i would do my hair and you know whatever but let me know what y'all think like do you have a new lifestyle in place that would benefit you know the overall quality of your health are you already on that journey are you an emotional eater like me? Is food one of your addictions? Food a demon for you? Or has been or has food been demonized for you? Let me know what you think.